Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay on Monday, October the 16th. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Coming up, we'll have reaction to Gillingham's game at the weekend, plus hear from the owners of what's been rated Kent's best tattoo parlour. But first today, it's been confirmed there will be Christmas lights in Medway this year. As you may have heard in last week's episode, there was real sadness at the fact the towns that may be dark this festive season well. A fundraiser launched over the weekend to ensure there were lights in Rochester had raised almost £24,000 at the time of recording today's podcast. And on top of that, three companies have also come forward to make sure Stroud, Chatham, Gillingham and Raynham are lit up too. The council had said they couldn't fund the lights this year because they're having to balance the books and face a £17 million overspend. Cutting back on the lights is saving them £75,000. Well, let's get reaction first from Rochester's Conservative MP, Kelly Tolhurst. Obviously, really pleased. Uh, we've got a really strong Rochester High Street Forum who, when the news uh, became known that Medway were not going to fund the Christmas lights across the towns, who uh, local businesses, stakeholders, they jumped into action to start crowdfunding. Um, and the generosity of local people has been fantastic. And it just shows you how um, important to people it is that Christmas sparkles. Um, However, I do, you know, obviously I understand that Medway have been able to get three of their contractors to sort of stump up some cash or do a bit of invoice magic um, to um, provide the lights. But I just think that, you know, it probably we should never have really been in this position. Um, So obviously we're disappointed that... uh, the, there was a lot of angst over the last week for people across the towns, not just in Rochester. Um, but what it has done, it's basically secured Christmas lights in Rochester for years to come with a long-term legacy run by the Independent Forum, um, which is got to be good for Rochester. And I, I know that um, even after the council's announcement that they were funding the lights, the donations were still rolling into the Rochester city centre forum so um so it just shows you how much people care about our town centres our colleagues at kmtv have also been speaking to local labour councillor nushaba khan i think it's brilliant that we're able to have christmas lights in medway this decision was never taken because there is either some sort of frustration with christmas or because we didn't want the lights to happen um it was because we are facing huge challenges as a local authority as an upper tier authority when it comes to balancing our books and we've inherited a really severely difficult financial position but also local authorities again up and down the country we're not the first to say this are facing huge financial pressures when it comes to being able to provide core services for instance children's services adult social care we had to take this decision because we recognize that this isn't going to be easy and if we want to be able to provide those services to our residents that are really vital then we have to take some tough different decisions however I'm really pleased that the private sector has stepped in and provided that support and we're now able to host Christmas lights across the five towns. Kent Online News. Other top stories for you today in a dual carriageway between Leybourne and Kings Hill has reopened following a serious crash. The A228 Westmoreland bypass was shut in both directions for several hours following the collision at about six last night. A new Romney man who sent explicit images to an underage girl has avoided being sent straight to prison. Jamie Scott was arrested after the victim's mum found a disturbing letter in her bedroom. 
A 32-year-old from Westview Cottages has been given a suspended sentence. He'll have to do 200 hours of unpaid work and sign on to the sex offenders register. A homeless man's appeared in court after his dog attacked a woman while she was out for a run in Edenbridge. Prosecutors say the victim was jogging in the wreck back in August when she was chased and bitten by a German shepherd. Owner David Brandt was asleep in his van nearby. The 55-year-old, who's now living in supported accommodation, has been given a 12-month community order and will have to pay compensation. Now, this is one of our most read stories on the website today. A coach company has announced it's closing a depot in Kent after 55 years. National Express Transport Solutions have started a consultation to shut the King's Ferry site in Gillingham. Well, Lucy joins me now with more on this one. And why have they made the decision, Lucy? Well, it probably won't surprise you to hear that money is behind it. In a statement given to Kent Online, a spokesman says they're continually reviewing the profitability of their portfolio Folio, and to make sure they can still operate efficiently, they've had to make the difficult decision. As you mentioned, they've started a consultation with staff and say they'll ensure they do all they can to support them during that process. As I mentioned at the start, they've been based in Eastcourt Lane in the Twiddle part of town for a long time and clearly are very well known in the area. Yes, it's a very familiar brand and I'm sure many people have seen or even travelled on a King's Ferry coach. The company was actually started in 1968 by Gillingham businessman Peter O'Neill and he stayed on as chairman until 2007 when it was sold to National Express. You might remember in 2021 we told you how the company had stopped its commuter services from Kent to London after more than 40 years. A drop in passenger numbers following Covid was to blame. Despite today's news, National Express say there will be no changes to the brand at present. Lucy, thank you ever so much. Kent Online reports. Sentimental jewellery has been stolen during a burglary in a village near Maidstone. The victim says her home on Ashford Road in Harrietsham was ransacked and items belonging to her late daughter were taken. She managed to get pictures of the suspects from her doorbell camera. We've shared them via our socials. An Indian restaurant near Ashford's been given the lowest possible hygiene rating after inspectors found it had no hot water and there were flies on the walls. They visited Graham Spice in Biddenden last month. The business was forced to close but reopened two days later once the boiler was fixed. A report also reveals issues with cleanliness and food storage. The owner has been contacted for a comment. A pub in Ramsgate's been forced to close after a fire broke out in the kitchen. Crews were called to the racing Greyhound on Hearson Road yesterday and people were told to avoid the area while they tackled the blaze. The bar will be back open today, we're told, but they're unable to serve food. Now, we're being urged to learn how to save a life as part of Restart a Heart Day. The charity that runs the air ambulance in Kent is holding free sessions for schools, businesses and community groups to learn how to do CPR. Paramedic Ben Paul says everyone has the potential to make a difference. So across the southeast of England, an average of 22 people suffer a cardiac arrest outside of hospital every single day. Sadly, we know the overall survival rate is only about 1 in 10, but we know that bystander CPR can make an absolutely critical difference. We know that everyone in the community has the potential to save a life and they just need to know how and what to do. As part of this, we're live streaming some sessions around CPR awareness and teaching to both primary school and secondary school students as well as adults and hoping that parents and children also join us in the evenings. You don't need any kit to do it, you just need either a cuddly toy for our children or a pillow or cushion for our adults. 
To get some more information, if you go to aakss.org.uk forward slash restart, all the information will be there. You can also watch a report on this on Kent Tonight on KMTV from 5.30. Just click on the KMTV link on the website. Kent Online reports. Car number plates and bottles of urine have been found during a clean-up on one of Kent's busiest roads. Litter pickers collected three tonnes of rubbish from undergrowth next to the A2 in Canterbury. Crisp packets, chocolate wrappers and cans are also found. Council bosses are urging drivers not to throw things out of their windows. Metal fencing has been put around a once iconic building in Chatham. Spembley Works on New Road was a beacon of modern architecture when it was first built back in the 1950s, but has been abandoned for six years. After numerous fires at the empty building, 12-foot high fences have now been put up to try and stop anti-social behaviour. Traders in Gravesend have welcomed news that the council is bringing in an external company to manage the borough market. It's hoped outside expertise will help to increase footfall to the market, which is one of the oldest surviving in the country. Here's Councillor Lawrence Sullivan. Our plan at the council is to see, after speaking with residents and speaking with businesses across Gravesham, what people are telling us is they would like a food and drink leisure offer. That is exactly what we're looking, proposing to do and an external operator who has the experience and expertise of running these sorts of markets such as the, you know, the borough market or where, you know, across um, the, the country can apply to um, submit a tender to run, the bar, to run our market. Um, it's a fantastic opportunity, it's such a heritage asset and Gravesham is at the cusp of something really exciting I think. We've got Thames Clipper coming down in a couple of years time. We've got a new kind of vision for the town centre which we're working on at the moment. It's about branding this area and this town and the borough and its villages as something really exciting to come and visit which is what Gravesend used to be. It used to be a pleasure town to come and visit. We are excited that this is going to be part of that wider offer for people to come and visit Gravesend and see the fantastic high street, the architecture, the, the clock tower, Pocahontas. I mean, this is really the start of a, a chain reaction, which I'm hoping with the development of the charter will bring in um, a fantastic footfall to, to the town centre. Kent Online News. There are plans to revamp a park in Margate that's become known for anti-social behaviour. The council have agreed to upgrade and reopen the pavilion at North Down House following calls for a cafe near the playground in Cliftonville. More than 500 people signed a petition. Parking charges are going to be introduced on Sundays in Sevenoaks. Council-run car parks were previously free, but bosses say they need to help balance their budget. Charges on other days are being frozen from April. Congratulations to a tattoo parlour in Tunbridge Wells that's been named the best in Kent. Black and Even opened eight years ago and has even inked celebs including Kerry Katona and Tamara Eccleston. Owner Steve Lake has been explaining how he met his business partner, Joey Savanstano. It was always the passion of both of us. Um, and I wanted, I mean, working in ethics and stuff and stuff like that was always... It's quite a high-pressure job. I did it for 14 years. And this was always going to be like a little side hobby, in a way. Um, and um, we just fell in love with it. I met Joey randomly in a pub as I was starting it up. <laughs> and um, I was like, you know, what do you do? Because oh, I'm a terrorist. And I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. He said, what do you do? I said, oh, funny enough, just bought a tattoo shop. I just opened a tattoo shop. 
and then yeah we've become best mates and business partners um over the last sort of eight years seafood restaurant in broadstairs has been added to the famous michelin guide kebbles near viking bay only opened in 2021 the owners say they're delighted and insist it won't change what they're doing and battersea dogs and cats home has announced its veterinary hospital will be named after paul o'grady the comedian who lived near ashford was an ambassador for the charity before his death earlier this year money raised through a tribute fund will be spent on life-changing medical care for rescue animals Kent Online Sports. England are through to the semi-finals of the Rugby World Cup. Kent's Alex Mitchell and Ben Earl both played in their 30-24 victory over Fiji. They'll take on South Africa on Saturday for a place in the final. On to football and it wasn't a good weekend for Gillingham as they suffered a 4-1 defeat on the road at Walsall. Macaulay Bond got the only goal for the Jules who've dropped to 7th in League 2. The match also saw interim boss Keith Millen sent off, accused of tripping an opposition player in the technical area as they went to take a throw in. So youth team manager Mark Moss spoke to reporters after the match. We're bitterly disappointed. Um, we've fallen short today of the standards that the first team group set themselves this season. Um, we're disappointed for ourselves, we're disappointed for the fans um, but we've got to bounce back. You know we've got we've got the perfect game next week at home where we've been generally very good. Um, we've got the perfect game to bounce back next week against Notts County. Um, Obviously, we've got to address the away form, but perfect game to bounce back to next week. As a collective, it's not, it's not just one player. Obviously, as a collective, we've got to be better. We've got to defend better as a collective um, without the ball. Um, and then, yeah, you, you know, at this level, if you if you don't defend properly, and that's that's not just the defence and the goalkeeper, that's the whole team. If you don't defend properly, then you get punished. And, and we got punished today. We conceded some, some poor goals from our point of view. So. Just a word as well on your, your interim head coach and, and Keith obviously sent off. What was your view of the, the incident? Uh, to, to be perfectly honest, I didn't see it at the time. I was, looking at the, I was looking down at the iPad, so I didn't see it at the time. Obviously, you know, it is what it is and, you know, we'll react from that. Um, Did Keith say anything to you guys at half-time about it? Or? No, no, not about, not about the incident, no. Um, he's not said anything to us and yeah I, I didn't see it at the time so I'm assuming he didn't deliberately trip the player at least you know he was trying to touch the ball or whatever but... um, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought he deliberately tried to trip the player uh, I, don't think I don't think he would do that um, so yeah the, the referee's the referee's got his own perspective of it and you know it looks how it looks but obviously I can't see Keith doing that personally but this one is what it is and... in terms of a coaching team obviously uh, the board behind the scenes are, are working on trying to get a new permanent manager in position. But what's the plan of action as a, an interim coaching team for the for the for the meantime? I guess we, we've just got a Monday morning. It's the plan of action at the moment. Monday morning to get the players in, look over this, look over where we've gone wrong, where we can put things right, look over what we can do better. Um, and, and that's the ne- I know it sounds I know it sounds cliche, but that's the next that's the next thing really to get the boys in Monday morning to go over things um, and then just to bounce back just to bounce back next week and and yeah like you say as well you mentioned the away form I guess if they're going to achieve their goals this season and that ultimately is promotion that needs to improve doesn't it yeah we know that we've got to be better on the road we've got to, uh, we've got to address the away the away form really but um, we'll, like I said we'll, we'll go we'll go back as a coaching team we'll look at it we'll look at things we can do better things we can do differently um, and, you know, and we'll come back I'm sure we'll come back the, the coaching team's really good you know they've been brilliant 
um, so far. So, yeah, we'll bounce back. Staying with football and Gillingham have been drawn away to Hereford in the first round proper of the FA Cup. Maidstone will travel to take on either Braintree Town or Chesham United, while Ramsgate will host either Hemel, Hempstead or Woking. Elsewhere, Ebbsfleet and Sheppey still need to win their replay matches tomorrow to make it through. On to cricket now, and a former Kent coach has helped guide Afghanistan to an historic victory over England at the World Cup. Jonathan Trott worked with Kent in the 2019 season. His new team won by 69 runs in India yesterday. It's the first time Afghanistan have beaten England in any format. Elsewhere, Kent Zach Crawley says he's keen to play more one-day internationals for England after missing out on the World Cup. He led an impressive ODI team to a series win over Ireland last month. The 25-year-old is already an opening batter for the Test squad, but told reporters he doesn't want it to be just that. I'd love to play more white cricket, absolutely. And being captain was amazing, you know, really special. It was never a goal of mine to be captain. It's just something that was thrown upon me. And um, <laughs> no, I loved it. It was a great honour. And, and I'd just love to play more white cricket. And yeah, that'd be, that'd be a big goal of mine. And finally, Kent Olympian Dame Kelly Holmes will be taking part in a triathlon in Scotland today to raise awareness for ocean conservation. She'll be competing with environmentalist Ross Edgley and cyclist Sir Chris Hoy for the relay triathlon. The athlete who lives near Tunbridge will run the event's final 10 kilometres. That's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. Plus, you can get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the brief. And to sign up to that, you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.